episode number 167 i'm your host aditya and along with me i have abhishek hello people we are alive and kicking and not have gone anywhere we haven't come out with an episode for the entire july and we got a few messages we are back let's get straight into the topics what do we have for this week we have uh, pranav mukherjee we have a new president in rashtrapati bhavan we all know that pranav da and pa sangma were contesting for the presidentship of india finally the voting took place on 19th of july and pranabda received almost 70% of votes with 30% going to pa sangma he was declared as the winner of the election and sworn in as the 13th president on 24th of july and he moved in to the huge rashtrapati bhavan from his residence in delhi but i want to talk a little bit about the predecessor of uh, pandam mukherjee for ones who don't know it's uh, prathiba patil every president inherits something from his uh, predecessor right there was an rti query in march talking about the number of foreign visits that prathiba patil made as a president and that cost 205 crores and it's it's a record <laughs> beating everybody else uh, in the past inflation adjusted Air India alone which is uh, the national airways and it it's running into losses for so many years 169 crores for oh, wow. get, yeah for for getting her and her family members to all the different countries that she visited and of course the government says that it is protocol that you can get your family members along with you and and you know daily allowance you get 200 rupees a day when you go out uh, <laughs> with a client right if you're working in an it company in india 36 crores was paid by the ministry of external affairs on accommodation local travel and daily allowance of course okay accommodation and, and local travels and and then she was allotted that defense land at khadki those are the things but she is the oldest indian woman to ever have been on a sukhoi going at supersonic speed without manoeuvres if i might add and that was in 2009 quite a wow. few old records to her name yeah that that's quite a lot and for now pratibha patil has moved into to tuglak road mein ek bangla hai and that's a temporary move until she finally moves to that land in pune i think she has surrendered the defense land and is moving somewhere else but i think it will be as grand you know she was also called the most merciful of all presidents how many how many clemencies 35 clemencies during oh really her, her her period more than 10 petitions are lying with the president's office asking for clemency among them is afzal guru the mastermind yeah the one who executed the terror attack on parliament in 2001 and then there is another one which is that of balwant singh rajona who is in jail in punjab for assassination of former chief minister punjab ka bian singh and people basically treat him as a martyr so so how did it all happen first of all i was very surprised with the shortness of the speech itself the swearing in ceremony i do swear in the name of god that i will execute the office of president of republic of india and will do to the best of my ability preserve protect defend the constitution and the law and that i will devote myself to the service and well being of people of india that's it that's it and then he changed seats with 
Pratibha Patil and was given a 21 gun salute. There was a public address by him in English where he talk about poverty and the inflation and poor people ke saath kya ho raha hai. Then vice president came up Ansari and he said the same thing in Hindi. The major change that is going to happen besides the residence is for some reason people have picked up on his car. He always traveled in an ambassador earlier, right. which was a bulletproof ambassador, but now it's going to be a Mercedes S600, a special custom-made Mercedes limousine, which costs about six six crore rupees. And there are interesting people who attended the swearing-in ceremony. For example, Mithun Chakravarth, he attended the swearing-in ceremony because he has been mascot and he has been campaigning for him since the beginning. So oi, he was. <laughs> So he was there. P.A. Sangma is still not happy. His daughter has submitted her resignation, who was the youngest MP and Minister of State for Rural Development. Agatha Sangma has handed offered her resignation to NCP. It, It would have been a close fight had the 15 BJP MLAs who voted across party lines not have done so. Now in Karnataka, Sangma won only 103 votes as against to 117 for Mukherjee, out of which 15 votes have come from BJP. And given all this political instability right now, so Sonia Gandhi is having problems with her allies. NCP ka abhi lafda ho gaya tha, uh, with Sharad Pawar and all those things. The reason why this presidential candidate apne party ka hona zaruri tha was because the coalition is in trouble. BJP, there is infighting that is happening. So the next election in 2014 is most probably going to be a hung parliament. Right. And that is when the president walks in. And what does he do? So so what what happens in a hung parliament is basically nobody has a clear cut majority and none of the coalitions also are stable. So that means it is completely up to the president to either accept a coalition or completely dissolve the parliament and say we are going to have a new election. In fact, as precedence of, you know, how powerful the post of president can be is that in 1999, when Sonia Gandhi wanted to form a government, she had 272 seats and there are about 545 Lok Sabha seats. She wanted to form a government then, but the then president, K.R. Narayanan, he said no boss because he was not convinced by her claim. Okay, so it is that discretionary and allowed BJP to form the government. This is the first time BJP came into power. Anyways, we have been talking about the presidentship of India for a long time. Let's go and start talking about the biggest event, sporting event of the year, which is the Olympics happening in London. We have a lot of listeners in London. I know your lives must be miserable right now, but Olympics doesn't happen that often. Yeah, but it does happen quite often in London because it is the the only city which has hosted the Olympics three times. I think it was 1904, 1948 and now in 2012. So you're talking about all the traffic jams and all of that, right? With the Olympics. Yes, coming absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's what, and I've been, I've been getting this from the press. So correct me if I'm wrong. If that is not happening and if everything is going smooth, then you can let us know. If you're going to an event, please take photos and send it to us. It'll be it'll be awesome. I think the whole of, uh, again, just like uh, a big event is about to begin, there is a lot of infrastructure development. The British government had originally estimated $14.5 billion. It, it's up by a couple of billion. So quite a lot of money has been spent in. 
But before going to what's happening in this Olympics, I've got some trivia about Olympics in, in general. Along with the Olympics, you also have the Paralympics, where the physically handicapped and the disabled, they compete in different sports. Why is it called Paralympics? And it was started back in 1948 in London. Because Why? Yeah, it's, it's very simple. It's not that difficult. Paralympics comes from the words parallel and Olympics. So, oh, really? Yeah. I was going to say paralyzed Olympics. That, that would, would have, have been, been interesting, but quite uh, but, derogatory. But cruel, right? Cruel, yeah, yeah, but, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. And nowadays they're showing a lot of highlights on ESPN Star of the previous Olympics, right? So they showed <laughs> they showed one of the 26 miles and 385 yards. That's the full marathon. Why was it 26 miles and 385 yards? Why not just 26 miles? Why is it 42 kilometers and a few hundred extra meters because when this event was first introduced back in 1908 the queen of great britain said that the marathon should end below the royal box at the london's white city stadium and she said that that's why those extra 385 yards so what there was a time yeah there was a time when london would rule the world right as in uk yeah yeah, yeah. almost all their demands got accepted so there, there was one more where one female competitor did not submit to a sex test back in 1976 and that was because she was a daughter of Queen Elizabeth and it would have been inappropriate for a member of the royal family to undergo such a test. So London, yes, <laughs> the events, wrestling, cycling, beach volleyball and swimming. These are the big ones. Which was the first Olympics that India participated? No, you see, I know about London. <laughs> exactly. You know about the the Queen, yeah. but not about India. It was 1904. Oh, just four years after the first Olympics. Yes, as we and we participated as a colony of British. So, who are the you know the medal prospects from India's side, Abhishek? Do you have any idea? Oh, there is one. I strongly feel after having seen his record on on ESPN staff, there is one shooter called Ronjan Sodhi. In in double trap, double trap means uh, they shoot two clay birds and then you got to hit one after the other. Not very long ago, he actually had a hundred percent. So he had fifty hits and he hit. 50 on 50. So you can't beat 50 on 50, right? So that was uh, in 2010 World Cup that was held in Italy. And he's still going strong. And he's a, so he's he's one strong medal prospect. And then there is Abhinav Bindra. He won us a gold last time. And Mary Com from the 56 kg boxing category where uh, people are... Who thinks that it's going to be a cakewalk for her, but let's see. Ah, really? Yeah, she, she said that it's easier than winning a... World oh, no, championship. She, she said it's because than winning a yeah, it's not a cakewalk. Relative. So this is what yeah. this is what. No, no, the no, does. no. Okay, I, I can't. No. This is what the press does. <laughs> she didn't mean it was a cakewalk because number of competitors in Olympics are far lesser as compared to ah. the world world stage. This is relatively easier, but of course the pressure of the Olympics adds to it. So these three, I feel. Deepika Kumari is a, a strong medal prospect. She's currently the number one in archery. Then the entire, in fact, the entire women's team is expected to win. Abhinav Bindra, you mentioned Gagan Narang, you mentioned in shooting events. Saina Nehwal, who came in very close last time, is expected to do better. Boxing, mein, there is Vikash Krishnan in the ultraweight 69 kg. He's currently number nine, but he has been ranked as high as number two. Vijendra Singh, obviously, is a prospect. Wrestling, mein, there is Yogeshwar Dutt and Sushil Kumar. Which is the biggest event at the Olympics? Tell me. 100 meters dash. Yeah. and <laughs> Right. And it's in, in men's, it is going to be Usain Bolt versus one Johan Blake, a 21 yeah. or 23-year-old 
are the Jamaican. Both practice together. Yes, both practice together. In 100 meters now, it probably comes down to who gets the best start. Oh no! In right, fact, in fact, uh, Usain Bolt is not the best of starters. He gets oh, really? going. Yeah, after 60 meters, he's there. He suddenly has that second wind, as they say. But one thing going against Usain Bolt is nobody in the history of Olympics has ever defended a 100 meter dash. If he does that, he will be, in his words, a living legend. You know, there are many mathematicians, physicists who. try and calculate how much can a human body run how much can it take so they are saying he can finish the race in 9.40 seconds if he can push himself down from 9.58 yeah which is huge without taking any performance enhancers talking about athletics do you know that the highest rank or the top finish that an indian athlete has received in the 110 hurdles lekin has been the fifth position in olympics final which was achieved by gurbachan singh randhawa this was way back in 1964 though and then there was one where we had a lesson in school pt usha losing the bronze by 100th of a second Oh my god there are just so many there are a couple of such terrible stories the 400 meters first of all is jinxed for india i'm obviously talking about 1960 rome olympics milka singh he went medalless first of all the flying sikh he was supposed to be the number one runner for 400 meters he clocked a world record 45.8 seconds just ahead of the olympics at france but went medalless in um, olympics there was a photo finish that happened and he he lost by whisker basically cried for weeks after that in in case of milka singh the results were held back for a couple of minutes so those few minutes nobody knew what's going to happen because it was such a close race again you mentioned 1984 los angeles pt usha 100th of a second she came in fourth henry rebello triple jumper was the top pick for the gold medal in 1948 olympics and since it was very cold london morning this was again in london he went out first on his first attempt itself and gave it his all and that was the problem he did his hamstring in and everyone else took their time got their body warmed up and this guy ribello in fact didn't even bother warming up and then there was another one limbaram if you recall in 1990s he was the face of indian archery tereko yaad hai limbaram two months ahead of barcelona olympics he he went level with the existing world record in archery again and and lost a medal by a single point this was in 1992 but now he is not done bad he's going to the london olympics as the coach of the archery team awesome that's awesome yes Do you know that the Olympics is known for another reason? There is another reason why all athletes want to go to the Olympics. It's for the you know huge amount of sex that happens out there. Apparently, the, everyone is having sex everywhere. Really? Out in the open? Yeah, out in the open. And there are athletes online who have quoted saying that last time I went to the Olympics, I had a girlfriend. This time, I have made sure that I don't have one. And they just say that there is just. young people everywhere mm-hmm. who are practicing who are roaming around in their underwear freely and they are also bloody fit yeah. that it somehow and they somehow end up having sex <laughs> the london administrators have asked for 50000 more condoms this time than the beijing olympics another quick thing that i wanted to share in 1936 summer olympics hitler gave the indian contingent a special medal for performing malkam for him and they have an actual gold medal and it was a group of pehlwans who had again gone there as you know as a british colony the official indian team was carrying a union jack 
but these guys after getting into the stadium took out a saffron color flag and started started uh, you know weaving it basically and everyone like who are those guys and then they introduced themselves as indians and you know that these guys are causing trouble for us etc stories olympics is all about stories i think we'll we'll come with more that'll be it so those were the two things look forward to the olympics i hope everyone wins uh, from india everyone or at least from india <laughs> at least that is at like least con- control a no no all <laughs> control a <laughs> at least the, all the medal hope hopefuls they they do well okay or come close that's about it guys uh, if you want to write to us get at theindicas.com or abhishek at theindicas.com follow us on twitter join us uh, on facebook as well the indicas community out there that's about it bye bye